Hey, you guys, this is Havila Kennington, and this is the Home with Havila podcast. We're jumping into a brand new month, April 2022. We're coming for you. Now, it has been a wild couple of months in the world around us, and all I want to do is talk about current events, but I know that us dissecting every event that we are seeing on socials and TV and media is not going to get us where we need to go because we want to continually, I think they say, level up. We want to continually grow in our lives and become the people that God's called us to be. So when crisis demands it, we have what it takes. We have the character to show up and the courage to show up. So this month, we're jumping into a brand new series and it's called What I Would Have Told My Younger Self. It's a series on three or four different topics that I found were secrets to my success as a young woman and things that I can look back on 20 years later and say that was so significant in my life. I wish somebody would have told me to do this at 20. So it's the message that I'm giving my younger self or if you are in a younger season, it's a message that I'm giving you. To be honest, I'm kind of revisiting these thoughts and uh, I think sometimes when you have a measure of success, it's very easy to get into the groove of success and production and all the things. But I've just felt challenged to go back to the basics. The one who called you will be faithful to you. The, the young woman who didn't know what she was going to do or how she was going to do it, but she knew she was going to do it. All of that just going back. So I wanted to take you first the first week, I wanted to talk about one of the secrets to my success, secrets to my success that if I were to do it over, I would have told myself, this is exactly the right thing to do. And you absolutely need to invest in this. This was critical to me becoming a leader. First thing, I learned how to serve people. I learned how to serve people. Now, let's let the word of God teach us for a minute. The Bible says that he who wants to be great in God's kingdom must learn to be a servant of all. It means if you want to be great in God's kingdom, then you're going to have to learn to serve people, whether they like you or not, whether they acknowledge you or not, whether they thank you or not whether they do what you've asked, serving is about what happens in us just as much as what happens through us. So the first thing I learned as a young person and someone who had a heart for God was I really learned to serve people. I served in youth ministry. I served in children's church, events teams, internships, missions trips. I served and served and served. And I learned how to put others before myself. I learned how to acknowledge people that I maybe didn't get along with or didn't necessarily enjoy, but I learned to love them and serve them as if they were Christ in front of me. And that's really critical. Listen, you are not going to be able to be all that God's called you to be until you learn to recklessly and sacrificially serve others. 
like serve them, lay your life down for others. It is critical. Now I know in the church and I know even with myself, I definitely got out of balance in this to where I was serving, 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 and I was serving the opinions and the emotions of others that I lost myself in the midst. That's not what I'm talking about. And next week we're going to talk all about that. I'm talking about living and moving with a authentic humility, a humility that says, I am not elevated above you. I am not beyond you. I cannot relate to you, but to actually go to the place of service, go to the place of washing the feet of the people that God has called us to wash. Now, before we look at the life of Jesus, I want to just say this to some of you. I, I think for many of us, we feel like when we became parents, we became most fulfilled. And this is very, it's a, it's a funny thing because yes, we're way more a mess and you know, we're not getting sleep and we're gaining weight and we're tired. I mean, it, parenting is excruciating. It's wonderful and excruciating at the same time. But parenting is one of the purest experiences when it comes to serving those that cannot help themselves. When you learn to get up in the middle of the night to sacrifice your sleep, your time, your talents, your treasures, your clarity, your body, you're sacrificing to serve so that someone else can live an incredible life. That is pure sacrifice and pure servanthood. And so for, I, I can understand why a lot of moms feel like this is what I was made for. This is what I was created to do. And it's because there's something very eternal about it. There's something very holistic about serving, serving someone that cannot help themselves and that cannot pay you in return. You're just serving for the sake of serving them. Something happens in us and it's so good for the soul. It's so good for us to experience sacrificial love. So when I look at Jesus, I think about the night of his crucifixion. I mean, he's fully God, fully man, and he comes in to give the disciples a message about his final days on earth, final hours on earth. And one of the first things he does is he takes a minute to wash the disciples' feet. He doesn't lecture. He doesn't just preach. He doesn't ask for an offering. He doesn't just ask for his latte, right? He comes in to wash the feet of those that have been walking with him. He was showing them what servanthood leadership looks like. And it was good for them to witness this. And for many of us, we don't know why we haven't gone to the next level in our leadership. We don't know why God hasn't elevated our potential or maybe our opportunity. And I would challenge you that maybe it's because you don't serve. You don't really sacrifice for others. You're constantly in it for yourself. Or maybe you've thought, you know, I served, I did decades of service and now I'm just going to hang out and wait. And I want you to understand that servanthood is kingdom. It's a, it's an attribute of a faith leader to serve, to 
meet the needs of those around you is a godly attribute. It's a Jesus-like attribute. So for me, there were many years that I thought, oh, I hate doing this. And I don't want to get up early. And I don't want to clean up the church and everyone leaves. And I don't want to... And all these moments of servanthood, I can look back and understand that I was learning how to create the culture of leadership in my life to serve others. In fact, even in my own journey, I cleaned houses for six years before I was ever on full-time ministry staff. You know what I loved about cleaning houses? I loved the completion of it. Like my sister and I would come in with our little boom box and our tapes and we would bring all of our cleaning supplies and we'd get into these huge gorgeous mansions in Granite Bay, California. A lot of uh, basketball players' homes and business owners, gorgeous homes. And we would spend three to four hours, two of us, so it's about eight hours of cleaning, and we would clean those homes top to bottom. And when we left, it was, they were gorgeous. Like we didn't just do it halfway and hope that we could get away with it. Uh, 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 Nope. We gave it all we had. We vacuumed our way out of the rooms. We folded the toilet paper into a little V so it looked like a hotel. I mean, we did everything we could to make it amazing. I loved it because it wasn't as if I was being recognized for that or acknowledged. I mean, even my sister and I, we were so good at it, we had a waiting list where people would ask, if you have any cancellations, can you please put us on the wait list? You see, when you get good at serving, people begin to throw your name around. They know you're in it, not just for the quick cash, but you're in it because you want to do an excellent job. And for many of us, we're not going to do well in life if we kind of just fake it till we make it. If we just kind of don't do what they're asking us to do in our job or we're maybe working at a church and no one's showing up on a Monday. So we don't show up on a Monday because, you know, no one's going to know, or, you know, maybe we, we use the, the card for a reason that we're not really supposed to, or whatever it is, but God is looking at those little opportunities of discipline and character. He's looking at how you treat his people. He's looking at how you treat his kids He's looking at how you treat your spouse. That's his son or his daughter. He's looking at how you teach his kids, which are stewardships. We don't own our kids. We have been stewards. We're stewards. We've been given this incredible gift of our children. And so I think the first thing I want us to look at, I guess for myself, if I was told to tell my younger self something, it would be simple. Learn how to serve and serve in excellence. Don't show up late. Don't leave early. Don't take something that's not yours because no one's going to miss it. But be excellent. Give it your best. And don't think, well, I'm going to serve until I'm finally promoted. No, that is not what kingdom leadership is. That might be a corporate experience. It might even be in some of the mega church experiences. But ultimately... Most of us in the church world is, are going to be servant leaders. We're going to have to pick up after people, vacuum, clean up, put chairs away, call people, text people. We're going to have to work 
and love people. We, we're going to have to have conversations with people we don't enjoy. <laughs> we're going to have to pray for people when we all we want to do is go eat. We're going to take care of people when we think they should have taken care of this themselves. But that is love. That is sacrifice. That is foot washing. So in a world that's constantly canceling people and trying to, to demolish any kind of actions that we have done that could be communicated or interpreted wrong, listen, serve, serve. Was Jesus judged? Yes. Did they say that he was a false God? Yes. Did he do everything perfect? Yes. But Jesus knew that he was showing others how the father felt about them. And that's what's critical. You see, sometimes when I'm meeting people on the road or in the grocery store, and I look at them and I think, I'm tired or I'm hungry or I'm off the clock or, you know, I just got back from a trip or whatever. The filter I use often is, this is how they believe Jesus or Father God is treating them. If I'm distracted and busy and uninterested, then they're going to have an experience that those that they respect and love that are maybe in their eyes closer to God. I don't think that we are, but in their eyes, they look at us as like a pure example of what God is like. They might make a conclusion that God is distracted and disappointed and disconnected. But if we can look at them in the eyes and show them that they matter, that they're interesting, that they're worth being a little hungry for, or they're worth asking for our help. That is leadership. And here's the thing. Some of you, you'll do that at a church level. Others of you will do it with your kids. Others of you will do it with your elderly parents. Others of us will do it with our roommates. But here's the thing. We cannot run from learning to be a servant in the kingdom of God. He does not elevate people that don't know how to serve. And when we stop serving, he tends to expose that part of our heart that has elevated ourselves above the humility that it takes to live in full surrender of his lordship. Wash others' feet. Look at them in the eyes. Sacrifice for them. Give again. If somebody slaps you, Jesus said, turn the other cheek. If somebody asks you for your coat, give them all of your clothes, right? He's saying, stop stop. Um, evaluating if they're worth the sacrifice. Stop evaluating if they're worth the judgment. Go low. Go low. In the midst of a world that is trying to elevate every opinion and every opportunity and every position, go low. Stay humble. Sacrifice. Stay surrendered. Listen, without God, we have nothing. He is our rock. Not our personalities, not our education, not our opportunities. He is our rock. We are vulnerable to all types of things without Him. So today, wash others' feet. Learn to serve. Because if you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be a servant of all. I love you guys. I hope this spoke to you. Next week, we're going to talk about the second thing I would have told my younger self. 
Until next time, have a great day. Thank you.